Boom, we are live. Hope you guys are having a great, uh, great day so far. So uh, recording this after just um, like the week after the Super Bowl. Not sure how many of you guys uh, uh, or, you know, ladies watched the Super Bowl, but it was a really good game. Um, and, you know, it was kind of disappointing me as a Browns fan not being able to watch Cleveland in the Super Bowl, but it was a good game nonetheless. And that's kind of like all I really ask for when it comes to the Super Bowl is like I'm not a huge like I love watching football but mostly just like you know the Browns and I'm not huge in watching like other teams much so when the Super Bowl comes because it's very uh, at least recently it's been very unlikely that the Browns are going to be in the Super Bowl all I ask for is a really good game and a close game to make it exciting uh, and it was so that was really cool um Sorry if you, you know, were a fan of specific teams that were in there and you were unhappy about the result. Uh, and also, too, just like a thought I was having, and maybe it's just me. Let me know if you feel the same way. But I feel like the lure of the Super Bowl and commercials and things like that just isn't really there anymore. I feel like as a kid growing up, like it was a big thing. Like everyone would tune into the commercials. I remember going to uh going to school like the next day, the next Monday and having either even teachers like bring up certain commercials that were, you know, from the Super Bowl and would just like talk about them and how cool they were, how funny they were. And it was like everybody had watched them. Everybody knew what they were talking about. And it was a big thing. And I feel like it's just not really a thing anymore. I don't know. I we see or I like watch the commercials and I'm like I don't know, like, I actually really don't watch them. Like, I watch them for a few seconds, and I'm like, oh, let me just pull out my phone and scroll on, you know, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, wherever, instead of, like, actually watching the commercials. Um, Like, I don't even know if I watch one commercial really all the way through uh, the whole entire time. So, like, I don't know if it's a... And I would definitely love to hear your take on this. If you feel like it's a commercial thing, like the commercials just aren't as great any, anymore, or if they are still as good, but it's just like we have so much access to just entertainment through our phones now during commercials that our phones are just more entertaining than like the commercials we see on TV. And, you know, you can see different commercials or different posts, even on like social media, TikTok and stuff that are kind of commercials, like they're advertisements, but they're just in a more entertaining way, I guess, if that makes sense. So I don't know, just a thought that I had. And I wonder like if this is going to make commercial spots be just easier to buy into long term, like maybe, maybe not. Um, uh, cause I know it's like, I don't even know. I know it's millions of dollars for like a 30 second commercial or something for the Super Bowl, but I wonder if that price will eventually start to come down and it'll, it'll be like, I don't know, maybe platforms on social media like TikTok or Instagram somehow, like, I don't know, you could buy a spot in the algorithm or something to have your post like pop off during the Super Bowl commercials. I don't know, just throwing random ideas, but could definitely go down a rabbit hole with social media and all that. So just some thoughts I was having. But um, today you probably saw from, or you can see from the uh, topic that I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, making slow progress and how I think a big reason why people fail or why you you might be failing on your fitness journey is because you aren't valuing the slow progress enough. enough. And you might even not be valuing zero progress as much as you should. And this might sound backwards. You're like, 
maybe thinking like, well, I don't want to not make progress, so why should I value it? But there's good reasons why we should start to value the slow progress or the no progress. Because, you know, I see this all the time, right? Like I work worked with so many clients and work with a lot of clients right now and even just from conversations with people. And um, I've seen this scenario play out where someone is seeing really great results over a span of, let's say, 8, 12 weeks. And then for whatever reason, like their life gets flipped upside down. They have a death in the family, a career change. Um, their kids get sick, so they're staying home from daycare or school more. So then there's more on their plate. Or maybe work is asking for more of them, or even they get sick themselves. Or they're going through some kind of mindset struggle or something. And because of that, their progress like or the rate of results that they were seeing... Like let's say if they were losing around a pound on average per week, starts to really slow down because of these other variables kind of popping up and then them not being able to hit their calorie targets as consistently or hit their protein as consistently or hit their workouts as consistently or their steps or whatever it is. And then their progress or their results slow down because of that, right? Like if you aren't doing all the things that you were to make a consistent rate of progress before, then your progress or the rate of progress will change in some way. Um, Because, you know, when we think about this as like an equation, like, okay, here are my inputs that I'm putting into this thing. Here's my results that I'm getting out of it. Like, it's going to change if our inputs change. But I think an issue isn't necessarily that our results are slowing down. I don't even think that's the biggest issue. I think the biggest issue is us not valuing the slower progress or valuing even not making progress as much as we should. I I hear this all the time from people where, um, and even like clients where they have something in their life that is getting in the way of them going to the gym as much as they were before or hitting their steps or they feel like it's getting in the way and they're, they're not hitting those specific goals and they like feel like they're wasting their time, whether they're wasting their time trying they're wasting their time in a program they're wasting their time on this journey or whatever it is but the thing is like you're not wasting your time because while your you know goal the reason why you probably start a fitness journey or the reason why you sign up for a program is probably because there's a specific result that you have in your head maybe it's to lose 20 pounds or lose 30 pounds or you know finally fit into these old jeans that you haven't fit into since college or you know, finally get the body or feel as confident as you did before you had kids, whatever it is. Like we have some kind of vision of what that ultimate goal or result we're trying to achieve is. But in reality, that's not why we're doing this. The reason why you're doing this is because you actually want a lifestyle change and you want a different way of behaving. You want a different way of living and you want a different way of thinking, not only to achieve a specific result, but also to sustain those results once you get there. Like, are you in this for a short-term change or a long-term one? And I guarantee you, if you're listening to this and you're asking yourself this question, you would say long-term. Like, I don't know anybody, you know, who's listening to this that probably wants a short-term change. Like, the only people I can think of is somebody who's competing in, like, a bikini competition and they know, like, how lean they're trying to get is unsustainable. So, they're not trying to stay that lean long-term. But if you're listening to this, you know, you're probably not a bikini competitor. You're probably looking for more lifestyle change. So, with that, why is making slow progress or even making no progress for 
a small period of time, such a bad thing when in the past, every time these life circumstances popped up or your work schedule was um, out of whack, your kids were sick or this or that, if every other time that happened, you went actually backwards. And now, because you're in this program or you made this commitment to yourself or you started your journey, now you're not going backwards during those moments. You're actually maybe just staying put or maybe you're actually even still making progress, but the progress is just slower. So when we think about it in that way and we frame it in that way, like you're not you're not wasting your time at all because the quote unquote result you're getting might not be the result that you expected over this time period because of the things life threw at you, but the result you're still getting out of it is much better than what it was before you started this journey or what it would have been if you, or would be if you weren't in this program or you weren't working with a coach or whatever it is. Um, and also too, you know, I find sometimes when um, clients sign up for the program, we have a six month minimum commitment with the program, but sometimes like life gets in the way and they aren't able to execute on all their variables and then maybe a couple weeks go by and they're struggling to hit their goals. So we adjust down and we're like, okay, we're going to aim for less days in the week, less steps or whatever, and just, you know, get through this hectic time. And they feel like they're wasting their time and wasting part of their six months. And it's like, why are you shrinking your window of time to achieve something down to a six month window? Like, I know we all want our we want our cake and we want it now or cake. I don't even know if that's like the saying. I know I know the saying is have your cake and eat it too, but we, we all want like what we want. We want it now, especially in today's day and age where our patience is, um, you know, basically nothing. Like we can open up our phones and get access to almost anything, movies, streaming, TV shows, you know, anything we want pretty much. We can order on Amazon and things can literally, like I could, I could probably find multiple items on Amazon, order them now and they'll be here in a few hours, which is just mind blowing. When I remember back in the day, I would order stuff and it would be like a week was like standard until like you got something. But like, we're so used to not having to wait for things or for things to be so immediate. So, you know, when you sign up for a program like this or you join something like this or you start your journey, you're like, okay, I'm going to lose 20 pounds and I want to lose it in six months, which is good and fine. But the issue comes when you get so rigid with that thinking and think that you have to achieve it in the six month window. Because why the hell does it matter if you achieve it in six months versus if you achieve it in a year? If in the six month window, you're miserable, you hate your life, it doesn't feel like a lifestyle. It feels like you're doing something unsustainable and you end up gaining it back versus in a year's time, you actually kept the weight off forever and you actually did it slow enough and you learned how to manage these you know, hills and valleys of your life and still maintain a lot of these habits along the way where maybe you had you know a couple of months where you didn't really make much progress as far as like actual physical results, but you at least establish really good habits to maintain those results for life during that time, during that hectic time in your life versus completely falling off like you've always done in the past. I had a client uh, that I worked with, um, I believe it was in 2022 and I worked for, with her for a year and she had the goal of losing around 20-ish pounds. And, you know, we were going along her journey and there were time periods where uh, we could have pushed things 
faster. Like she was losing at a rate, um, as far as body fat at, at a rate that, you know, I felt was healthy, that I felt was sustainable and everything like that. And we could have lost the 20 pounds that she ended up losing. She ended up reaching her goal, which was awesome. Uh, we could have lost that weight or she could have lost that weight in six months, but she actually actively, like we've had conversation, we had conversations about it. She actively chose to allow it or accepted that, you know, this is going to take a little bit longer than six months because I want to be able to learn how to incorporate this into an actual lifestyle versus it just being, Hey, this short program, short term thing, let me lose the weight and then figure it all out how to maintain it afterwards. No, she, she actively told me like when we were debating on some of these, you know, time periods of going in a fat loss phase versus the maintenance phase, she's like, you know what? Life is really busy right now. My work schedule is really crazy. Let's go into a diet break or let's go into a maintenance phase or let's bring calories up for a little bit so I don't have the stress of all this crazy extra work she has along with the stress of, you know, the physical stress that comes with being in a calorie deficit or in a fat loss phase. And, you know, that, that's a big part of my coaching too is I try to like kind of collaborate with my clients to see, hey, like how are you feeling? Like you have this stuff going in life, going on in life. Are you able to handle, you know, this extra thing or this extra thing or, you know, would this overwhelm you or would that overwhelm you? And maybe we shouldn't, you know, go into this phase for a little longer because you have this vacation or whatever. So we do a lot of collaboration and um, she, you know, was like, you know, like I could force this fat loss phase, even though like this period of my life is really stressful. But you know what? I'm going to stay in a maintenance phase for a little bit longer because I know that's going to be better for me. And I'm going to just keep up these habits of, you know, having balanced meals, eating plenty of fruits and vegetables, still consistently hitting her calorie and protein goals. So she's still, you know, fueling herself appropriately, still, you know, uh, practicing, you know, uh, the good habits of going to the gym and getting her workouts in and steps and everything. And I thought that was such an, an incredible decision by her. And such a mature decision by her, not maturity as far as, oh, you're a little kid, maturity versus an adult, but maturity as far as maturity in this journey. Because in that moment, she, whether she realized it or not, she was accepting and coming to terms with, you know, being in a fitness journey isn't about having your foot on the gas all the time. It's not about necessarily making physical progress or seeing a physical change or physical results all the time. It's about finding a way to when you want to put the, you know, put your foot on the gas a little bit, doing that when it kind of fits within your life a little bit more and then realizing, okay, like life's getting a little bit hectic. Let me pull things back a little bit. Let me not, you know, put the pedal to the metal necessarily. Let's pull back go into maintenance for a little bit longer, allow my body to recover and everything, you know, from the previous fat loss phase. And then, you know, your body physically, physiologically responds so much better to fat loss anyway afterwards. But that maturity was something that I, I love when clients reach that point. It's so rewarding when they realize, you know what, if I don't lose the entire 30 pounds in this six month window, that's okay because I'm learning the skills. I'm learning the knowledge. I'm learning the lifestyle that it will take to get there in maybe 12 months or maybe a year and a half, but not only get there, but actually maintain it forever and have the confidence to maintain it forever and not feel like it's this on or off switch all the time because life is going to throw you curveballs. Shit is going to hit the fan. There's no avoiding it. 
And knowing how to adjust while still doing something to maintain your results, at least along the way, is so crucial. And it's a skill you need to learn if you want to be successful long term. And this is where I think having different levels of quote-unquote execution or different hierarchies or categories of execution is so important. Meaning, have like think about all the behaviors that you want to or need to accomplish to see, you know, predictable, noticeable results every single week. And let's say that's hitting your step goal of 10,000 every day, hitting your calorie goal every day, hitting your protein goal every day, eating, you know, balanced meals throughout the day and hitting all four of your workouts throughout the week, right? That's like a perfect week. Maybe even add on good quality sleep um, seven days a week in there. Hitting all those variables allows you to maximize your results every single week. And let's say, let's lump that into the number one category, which is what you do on your best days, right? Best days, category, lump, all that stuff into there. Now let's establish a second category, which is maybe good days. And this is what you do on your quote unquote good days. And this is maybe hitting your calorie goal, hitting your protein goal, and maybe hitting 8,000 steps instead of 10,000. And maybe it's hitting, you know, four of your workouts and your steps go down. And maybe maybe your sleep, maybe instead of getting good quality eight hours of sleep each night, maybe you're getting six. Maybe that's like your quote unquote good category and you lump that in there. And now let's have a third category, which is maybe your worst day or your worst week. What are you accomplishing on a week-to-week basis or a day-to-day basis on your worst days or weeks? And maybe that is just, hitting your step goal of 8,000 and nothing else. Or maybe that is just hitting your calorie range and not even stressing about protein or anything else, but at least staying within there. Or maybe it's not even about hitting a calorie range or hitting a step goal, but it's just about getting the workouts in throughout the week. But it's so important that even on your very worst week or day in that category, you have at least something in there, no matter how big or small it can be. It can literally just be a 10 minute walk um, that you do every day. And I guarantee you, if you feel like you can't fit in a 10 minute walk, then you're lying. Like literally everybody can figure out a way to fit 10 minutes of walking into your day. Even myself, (laughs) um, uh, like I have found myself short on my steps. And one thing I've been doing a lot lately is I've been running around chasing my son who is, um, he is about 15 months old now, actually in a couple days, he'll be 15 months, but 15 months almost. And I just chase him around the center island in our kitchen and even like some other rooms, you know, around our main floor, just kind of chase him around or I turn around and he chases me a little bit. And it's so easy for me to rack up 10 minutes of quote unquote walking by doing that. And so like, if you get resourceful, you can find a way to just do one little thing as small as that. And that might not make a big impact on your actual quote unquote results. That might not help you lose any more weight really versus if you didn't get that extra 10 minutes of walking. It might not help you see any extra like leanness in your body or any extra actual physical results versus sitting on the couch and watching TV or scrolling through your phone for those 10 minutes. But it does help to establish that momentum still and that consistency of you know paying attention to these behaviors that overall impact your health. And it helps you get out of that all or nothing mindset and helps us become more of a lifestyle. Because then when life throws other stuff at you, like you're always thinking about, okay, what are some behaviors I can still maintain and not thinking, oh, like I can't do everything. So let me just sit on the couch and watch Netflix the whole day. 
Now, like we all have days like that here and there that sometimes happen and we make that decision, but it's important for that not to be the norm. Because the reason, if you're listening to this and the reason why you're unhappy with your body, unhappy with your health, you're overweight and you want to lose body fat and you can't do it, the reason you are where you are isn't because of not being perfect all the time. The reason you're you're where you are is because when you're not perfect, you throw everything out the window. Um, that's why you're stuck where you are. And that's why you keep moving backwards every time you do see a little bit of progress. You know, you make progress for a couple months, a few weeks, and then something comes up and you can't be perfect and you get frustrated. And then you're like, oh, life's really crazy right now. I'm going to pick all this back up, you know, in a couple weeks when life isn't crazy. And that's what's killing your results is having that mentality of let me just pick things back up when things are over with. But you don't have to do everything. Just maintain something. Maintain something that's going to at least allow you to maintain your results during those crazy, hectic periods. And also that's going to just build that consistency into your lifestyle of paying attention to these variables, being conscious of whether it's your food choices, your activity, your workouts, your managing stress level, your sleep, whatever it is. But it's so important. And that's where going back to this, like the reason why people have this all or nothing mentality so often is because you're not valuing slow progress or you're not valuing valuing no progress because you think oh well i can walk for 10 minutes or i can scroll on tiktok for 10 minutes either way not really going to notice much difference in my results so why even walk at all that's the all or nothing mentality coming into play right there like why even walk at all if i'm not really going to notice much of the results the reason why you walk isn't because of the results you're going to get out of it it's because of that reinforcing oh like i I'm somebody who is conscious of my lifestyle. I'm somebody who is conscious of my activity. I'm somebody who is trying to make a change with these behaviors. That's why you continue to walk even when you don't want to. And that's those people who learn how to just do anything, you know, no matter how big or small it is during those crazy times, those are the people who are going to have such an easier time getting back on their, you know, best day category when that best day rolls around versus saying screw it and then when your best day comes about now you're like oh i gotta like get back on track and add all these behaviors in when you could have at least stuck with at least one of these behaviors along that way so i think we need to and also to another note before i wrap this up is there's a statistic of like 95 percent of people who lose the weight end up gaining it back within a five-year period or something like that and um, that statistic maybe isn't necessarily true. Like there are different numbers thrown out there and everything. And some of those numbers might not be based on full research, but it is a big percentage of people who do end up gaining the weight back. And the reason why that happens is because of this all or nothing mentality. And is it's because when they can't be perfect or they can't maximize their results because life is hectic, they think it's not worth maintaining or it's not worth having slow progress so they don't do anything at all and if you were to just value those periods of time that you were able to like you know maintain the minimum amount of behaviors that you had before and just maintain along the way then you'd be setting yourself up for life because every day or every week that maybe you don't make progress but you at least maintain the progress you made previously is like it's like a coin in your piggy bank of 
showing yourself or a vote in your box showing yourself, hey, I can actually maintain this long term. And that's so important if you want to actually, you know, keep keep the weight off for life and also not have to keep going through program after program over and over and over and keep doing the same thing, keep losing the same 10 pounds over and over and over. So going to wrap this up, but I want you to think about valuing those times where you can't execute on everything, but you at least execute on something, even if you're not making progress or making physical results. Value that time because that time is what's teaching you the skill that you're going to need to maintain long-term to keep this off for the rest of your life. So hopefully this was helpful. Definitely let me know in the comments if you thought it was. Uh, Appreciate you all for listening and I will see you guys in the next one.